Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today, so let's get started. Today is episode 260, Listener Questions Answered. We absolutely love doing these podcast episodes, and we think that you enjoy it too. In fact, we have heard over the course of time that people squeal. They even let go of the steering wheel. (laughs) They get all excited (laughs) when they hear their names and their questions being answered on the podcast. So We hope we'll get to um, a bunch of questions today. If we don't get to your question and you've sent one in and we haven't responded to you via email yet, we'll probably have got you on the list for one of our next Lister Question episodes. So we definitely keep a running list. I have a little notebook of all your questions and whatnot so we can answer them to the best of our abilities on air. The first one I'm going to throw out to the ladies is one concerning bed skirt length, also known as dust ruffle. But I know Anita doesn't like that word, just know that name, dust ruffle. Mm-hmm. So let's it go. implies it's covered with dust. So and we, we're anti-dust here. But mm-hmm. I have to say the dust bunnies do congregate. They do herd under well, my bed. Well, they might, but do we need to bring that up? We don't need to emphasize that. I'm absolutely, I absolutely agree. So let's call it a bed skirt. So uh, one of our listeners, Robin, <laughs> she has a bed skirt and... She happened to notice it's short and it never really dawned on her before that it wasn't touching the ground. So her question is, should it be the way it is, maybe an inch off the ground so it's easier to clean under there and it's really just sort of decorative? Should it touch the ground or should it puddle? Mm, I think it should be on the floor or more. So uh-huh. you, uh, I, I think a dust rush ruffle should at least touch the ground, kiss the ground, or if if you like it to puddle a little bit, if you like it a little more, that's a very romantic look. I think uh, you don't want a high water dust ruffle. That's my opinion. Well, first off, I have my bed inside, so I actually have a floor. It's not touching the ground. It's just touching the floor. <laughs> but uh, so, wow. Okay, I know. <laughs> I think your that dust it, ruffle can touch the the ground. Your dust skirt can only touch the floor. That's right, right. So okay. the so the bed skirt does. I like it to kiss the floor. So I think that's a nice look. It, but sometimes it's hard to get them just exactly the right length because although the mattress size sizes are standard these days, the height of the mattresses vary so much. So sometimes it is difficult to get them just the right height. So if you are you, very right about that. Anita. If you are in a situation, right, so that you cannot get it where they're kissing the floor, I would opt longer rather than shorter, just like a pair of pants. Although now the, the showing the ankle is the thing. So that wasn't a mm-hmm. good example. I definitely think that it should kiss the floor and you can get them custom made. Mm-hmm. Um, it may cost you a little more than you maybe think, well, why don't you just take the dust ruffle off? Now I do have one bed that is on a frame, a bed frame. It doesn't have, it's uh, because I have a separate headboard for it. And I took the dust ruffle off, but you can see the metal legs. Now I have to think of some way to deal with that, mm-hmm. which will probably upholster them or do something because I think it looks much better without the dust ruffle because it's a very high bed. Oh, well, 
our store, Bespoke Decor, has, we sell bed skirts and we actually do a custom length without a custom price. There you so go. That's, that's a nice, the answer. A nice thing to do. Mm-hmm. And you and so you can do that. Yeah, it's bespokedecor.store. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, Robin, I hope we answered that question. Sounds like, uh, and I would have to agree. I would think mine historically was a little short uh, and I just lived with it like that and everything was okay. So, I mean, you can go on like that, Robin, but if you have <laughs> the opportunity to change it, or even if you love your bed skirt, you could add something on the bottom. I had thought about doing that and never really got to it in my last house, but you could add a flounce or a ruffle or you just, you know, take that thing off, which is kind of a chore in and of itself, and then sew something all around to make it a little longer. But yeah, there are other options out there to get them the custom length mm-hmm. and, you know, go, go with it from there. There's also the bed skirt, um, you know, how it's, designed? Is it flouncy or is it tailored? I think it would be, if it's sort of flouncy, it's maybe not so obvious that it's shorter, but if it's tailored, it's going to be super obvious that it's shorter. So I'm not sure what yours looks like. So you might want to take that into consideration as to what you do about them. Okay. We have a really great tip from Kate. Um, We had just done an episode about uh, thrifting, and this is a great thing you can find at thrift stores. It's high edged um, frame. We talked a lot about frames in that prior episode, which was 258, was it? Um, and <laughs> 258, yes. 258. So Kate had sent this tip in a while ago. She found a frame that had a higher edge. So she took out the ugly art that was in it. And then she put in some um, scrapbook paper. So I'm guessing she probably kept the glass under it, but I'm not 100% sure. But I would assume she had to have done that. And then she added inexpensive handles that I think she said she got at Home Depot or a place like that on either side of the frame. So now she made this frame that had was housing ugly art into a beautiful tray. Oh, I love that idea. Right? Mm -hmm. Brilliant is right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, and we have another question about the longevity of the look when your island is a different color than your cabinetry. Is this a blip on the screen? Is this here to stay? How do you guys feel about that? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to put my put some my thoughts on the table for this one. I think when a trend goes overboard and everyone's doing it, then everyone gets sick of it and then it goes out. Kind of, we've talked about this a lot with trends. When it gets super, super hot, then there's satura- oversaturation and then it goes out. I don't think this one oversaturated. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so I don't think that's going to be an issue with it being totally out. So I think it's going to be around for a while. Uh, it's not going to stay, I don't know that it's going to be as classic a look as all the same color kitchen, but I don't think it's going to go out like a lot of things. I agree. Totally 100%. And I think you're dead on. I think that it is a very nice look. I think that it's popular right now. I wouldn't call it the hottest look. Um, it's, it is, I, I would call it a trending look, but I don't think it's going to have that longevity, but it's not oversaturated. And here's my thing. If you can paint it back, what, what do you have to lose? 
if you don't yeah. like it after five yeah, years. It's really usually the island's not going to be the giant yeah, painting right. job, right? Right. It's a much smaller job, doesn't require a ladder. And sometimes yeah. that's a deal breaker for some people. If it requires a ladder, they won't do it. So, And even if yeah. you have a reputable painting company that can come in and take the doors off and spray them and paint it, you know, you might be out a little bit, but it's not going to be a tremendous amount of money. Not like if you'd have the whole kitchen done. So enjoy it. I say do it. Yeah, I would, I would recommend it too. I like the look a lot. I do too. Okay, let's stay in the kitchen for a minute. We had a question from, um, let me see who is this? Oh, Melinda. Melinda wants to know about, she's doing her kitchen over, and she wants to know what we think about the laminated, laminated finish on the interior of cabinets. Her outside is not going to have that laminated feel, you know, which is really easy to clean and wipe off and tends to be in the lower priced sorts of cabinetry. But I guess the person she's working with her, with her cabinets has suggested to do the laminate inside. So on the, the shelves and then the side walls of the cabinets, the outside is going to be painted wood. Would mm-hmm. you do that? for ease of clean cleanliness and you know upkeep or would you do it just all the wood inside i i would be fine with that i will say i know from dealing with people that have had their houses flooded that if you ever get water on that it you have to it you can't stay yeah whereas if it's real wood and it gets a little water damage a lot of times it can be dried out uh not that you know people have normal people have to not that everyone has to deal with that. But yeah, I think if it's not showing, what difference does it make? And then it's easy to clean. I think for longevity, though, I think that real wood holds up longer. I think there's always an issue with laminate, you know, pulling off or coming away from what it's on. So that would be my only thing. And again, if you're putting glasses or dishes away that are damp, you have to be very careful about that mm, because it does warp. So mm-hmm. for me, I would say go for the real thing, but I, you know, also you have to decide where you want to spend your money. You know, if they're, if um, your budget, if your budget doesn't set, if you want to use your money for something else in your budget, you don't have the budget to maybe do that. Um, all wood. Yeah, I would say go for it. You're, it's the inside, but you're just going to have to be a little more careful. Yeah, I tend to agree. I, I just love the hand-painted look on cabinetry. I Here I had them spray with a paint sprayer. So it was all wood, but it's paint-grade wood, which saves you a lot of money when you're building yes. the kitchen and doing the cabinetry because I knew I wasn't going to stain. So don't let somebody just go out and buy the wood and all of a sudden you realize you're paying for maple or some really expensive hardwood and your attention is to paint the cabinets blue or gray or white or something like that. So to emphasize, if you're going to paint, emphasize paint grade. And what I, for speed of painting, therefore saving some money, I had them do, I think it was two coats with the paint sprayers. Right. Uh, and then I had the last coat painted on with a brush. Because for my look, I like the look of the brush. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. like I'm seeing thick Van Gogh type brush strokes, <laughs> you know, but, but you just see it just looks like a, a more, um, a, a less sleek look. Kelly, ours were done the same way. And I think it's mm-hmm. such a nice finish. It's like uh, an attention to detail finish. 
I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and the painters may look at you like you're nuts because mine did. Like, why wouldn't I want that mm-hmm. smooth, smooth finish? And I just really did not want that. I am finding inside, and I had this before because I've always had painted cabinets, uh, but now I have a white kitchen. Um, if I drag a pot or something, I do get scrapes on the bottom. So, because it's painted, but you know, you can just wipe it right off. Or if it makes a little bit more of a mark, you know, then you can just go in there with your touch-up paint and you're done. Or put some sort of something on, like a couple of pots. I just make sure that I put just simply a paper towel under them because I know that those are ones that leave a mark. But in the other cabinets, I don't have any issues with my glasses or anything like that. There are no mm-hmm. marks. Now, my cabinets are lightly stained on the inside. So I don't have that issue. Like they're white on the outside and you open them up and it's a very light natural finish stain. And I must be polyurethane. I love that. Oh, wow. And I don't have the only place I have uh, a few scrapes that I have um, on the side of my oven. I have a small cabinet that has horizontal dividers that you or vertical dividers, excuse me, that you could put like your sheet pans and your racks and things in. And I don't think that was um, the, there was a finish put on the bottom of that. It's it's not rough, but it's not shiny. But I think I think when you're thinking, there's so many options for cabinetry. Um, and there's so many grades you can use and there's so many price points you can use. So do something that's comfortable for you. But if you want your cabinets to last a very, very, very long time, then I would buy the best quality you can buy for the, for the money you have to spend for your budget. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Okay, let's move into the dining room. Our listener, Tiffany F. Tiffany has a design question. She says, I have an oak dining room set with china cabinet and bookcases that I'm looking to paint white with a brown antique highlight. And I would like to paint the recesses or the very back so I I think she mm-hmm. means by the recesses, mm-hmm. not the carvings, but the back of the cabinet and the back mm-hmm. of the china cabinet, turquoise. My question is, da, 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 is this look getting old? She's also hmm. thinking of doing the table slightly differently in a weathered gray with white touches. So let's, let's first tackle the... Is the painting with the dramatic accent color something that is fading from the you know the decor forefront, or is that something that has slid into the classic look? Or what do you guys think? I think I, it's classic. Um, I, I'm still seeing it, and I think it's a great look. Uh, but sometimes people do get tired of it, so mm-hmm. I would be prepared to paint over it a few years down the road mm-hmm. if you if if you get bored with it. Uh, so again, that's not, like you said, like painting the island. This isn't a lot of paint we're talking about. We're not even talking about the whole piece of furniture, just the back. So here's another thing that you can do if you don't want to fool with the paint. You can cut wallpaper to size, especially the, the kind that's the repositionable. 
mm-hmm. and just cut that to size and put it in the back uh, of whatever color you want and then just take it out when you're done with it. Mm, that's a nice look. Here's what I'm seeing and when it comes to painting. Um, you're, you are, we're losing sort of that rough look of paint. We're seeing more of a um, high-end finish almost, something that's a little more all one color. I'm seeing beautiful, more deep colors, beautiful uh, like bar gold accents and things like that. Um, and I think that's a gorgeous look. It depends on, like you said, it was an oak. So it depends on what kind of oak it is and what kind of finish you have. You could also strip it and, or actually there's something better you could do. You, we have a product called gel stain. You actually brush it on and brush it off and it could give your oak table. You could have a walnut table and that's very, that's a beautiful color right now. So maybe you don't want to paint like your table and your buffet and your bookcases, all the same color. As a matter of fact, I'd break those three pieces up. I'd maybe paint, I'd either paint or stain with a gel stain because there's all kinds of colors you can stain a oak table with. With that, you don't have to strip it. You just brush it on and brush it off and you've got a new color and it lasts. But then maybe I bring in chairs and paint them different colors. And if you want, if you have like your buffet and you want it to stay, then I'd maybe paint the buffet, but I wouldn't have three pieces painted the same color in the same room. I think that's overkill. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to come in with a slightly different answer. So I do think particularly with the turquoise and the white and the the sort of the brown anti-tie lights would be kind of like a brown wash over it. You know, we've, we've all seen that and we've been seeing it for a long Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very, it's pretty, but it's not as fresh as I think you could do it. Just a little bit of a tweak. I like the idea that Anita brought up of the wallpaper in the back. That is definitely a fresher look than painting the back, the turquoise color. You could find um, a wallpaper that has that color in it. Um, I also do like Yvonne's idea of maybe not doing all the pieces uh, in the paint. I don't particularly like the idea of doing the table in a completely different look, the weathered gray with the white touches, as you mentioned, Tiffany. So what I would say is, first of all, do I need all those pieces in my dining room? Exactly. A china cabinet and bookcases. Now I'm picturing them to be tall, like a china cabinet and tall and thin. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're mid-height and and you can use them you know, for a function as a buffet or something like that. So without but still, the- that's a lot of, even with that, that's a lot of the same color, All a lot of furniture in one room and a lot of the same right. color. Right. So maybe you make those, maybe they don't even stay in the room. So you've got the china cabinet mm-hmm. uh, and it says bookcases. So I'm assuming two bookcases, then a table. And then you've probably, if it's a dining room, you've at least got six chairs. You might have eight. That's a lot of furniture and dude, that's a lot of painting, especially <laughs> yes. when you're doing it. It's yes. not like you're going to spray paint this. Uh, but of course you could. But um, I would say pick and choose carefully. Maybe you do something mm-hmm. with the, the painting the table and then having it function is kind of hard. You know, if you're putting white paint on mm-hmm. the table and then people That's are moving, true. depending on who and the ages of people you've got in your house, if they're moving t- uh, tableware around and stuff, you could have issues that you know, it's going to be just a constant headache. So Yvonne's idea with making the, the, the dining room table darker, 
mm-hmm. could be pretty cool. So maybe you choose to paint the china cabinet and the chairs. And I don't know if they have upholstery or whatnot, uh, but you could make the chairs the white, the china cabinet the white, the table the a darker color. Mm-hmm. Like the darker, like take the oak to the walnut, like Yvonne said. Right. We can mm-hmm. put a link to that cool product. And then maybe you do the back of the china cabinet, the dark that. walnut, mm-hmm. like the table, and then bring your turquoise in with some pretty dishes or that in sounds the china beautiful. Cabinet. About the color in the back. I mean, I think you've both been saying this, and I just wanted to point it out because it's something I've been feeling about this project, hearing it is I would not do the white with the antiquing gel and the turquoise right. in the back together. Right. Those are really two different looks. And it's so a dated I, look, I think. Well, I I wouldn't put them mm-hmm. together. I mean, because to me, the color in the back is a kind of a newer, kind of more of a modern look, whereas mm-hmm. the other one, the distressing and antiquing is more of an antique right. look. So That's I exactly would not right. put, I would do an either or on that one. And can I also just say this? I'm dying to know what her chairs are because I think that's in the mix. Yeah. It what depend- style they yeah. are. And are they Good upholstered question. or do they have upholstered seats? I mean, can you write us back and tell us about your seats? Because I'd like to complete <laughs> We want to know about your seat, Tiffany. Yeah, you must yeah. tell us. <laughs> Tiffany, I want to know what your chairs are like. Because I think if we can give you advice, but if we don't know what the chairs are, you know, it could throw off the entire look. But I think what we're all saying is you have too much furniture unless you've got a huge palatial dining room. And if they all match, that's not a good thing. So write us back and tell us about the chairs. And maybe in our next listener questions, we can get around to that to give you a more complete answer. Ooh, yeah, we'll do an update. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes, we'll do an update. Super duper. Okay, um, let's see. Who do we have next? Well, I wanted to let you know that a wonderful lady wonderful gardener and wonderful lady Donna Malazzo. She's been along with us for all, Hi, all Donna. the time. Uh, and Donna uh, let us know about the deal of the century that she got. And you know who's going to be very jealous is one of our um, bespoke decor shoppers and customers and also listeners and readers and whatnot, Bonnie Lott. Bonnie oh, has been Bonnie. asking Hi, Bonnie. about <laughs> that t- uh, sort of glass terrarium lantern that Yvonne has shown on her dining room table. Remember, Yvonne, Bonnie asked about where you got that and you got it at a local store that's like not even oh, there anymore. Yes, yes. Well, yes. Donna let us know that she found one at her at a local store and it was on super duper duper clearance. And I'm sorry to say, Bonnie, she got it for like un- under $4. Oh my <laughs> That's hard to find. Yes. Yes. But she also just wanted to, to fill everyone in on that, that that looks beautiful. And Donna has decorated it with these beautiful fall accents. And then she sent us the most beautiful photo of a vignette of a floral design, which I'm sure these flowers all came from her garden, and then a oh. little pedestaled uh, iron piece with such pretty, like, it looks like some leaves and some other fall items, and then a little stack of little like, pumpkin plates all on a tray, and that she, you know, obviously was 
has such an eye for design and I think she's been listening and she's working in threes. And so thank you so much, Donna, for sharing those beautiful photos and your excellent, excellent score with us. Yes. Uh, can I just, can I say something? Yes, this is the course. one that looks like a mini greenhouse. It's yes, all windowed yeah, and it has a windowed roof and it's yeah. big. It's, you know, a couple feet long, if not more. Um, and, and, I got it at a shop. I saw it. And honestly, once in a while, I go like, I don't care what I have to pay for this. Now, I'm not right. going to pay $1,000 for it, right. but it right. was not cheap. So if you scored that, you did a very good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it was regularly $29.99, 50% store coupon. <laughs> and then the lady, but I mean, can you imagine? I'm getting all, I'm, I guess, sweating just thinking about it. And I know. And said it was on clearance. <laughs> and oh, with tax, wow. it was $3.76. Stop it. Stop oh, it. big score, yes. big score, big score. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I did want to jump in here and tell everyone about something that's sort of been going on already for a month or so, and we are so excited about it. And uh, we haven't uh, been able to share it, but this is the perfect day to do it. We, the Decorating Tips and Trips gals, have a column in yes. the Autumn Decorating Country Sampler Special Issue Magazine. And we're what? answering some <laughs> questions that have been sent in to us to Country Sampler. And it's a couple of pages and we answer some questions and we our pictures a question. are, are, are our pictures, pictures are there so you could see that it's actually us mm-hmm. and, and our then, home and pictures of our home pictures of our home. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It was so well received by the country sampler, uh, readers and subscribers that they invited us back for the Christmas one, which I can't believe, but I just got word is already out. So we can put links well, to those. I've I, seen it. Okay, I've I seen it. You've I seen it seen in Christmas. the wild. I got a copy, but I haven't <laughs> yes, seen it in the it's wild yet. Fabulous. Okay, well, I haven't seen fabulous. it in the wild. No, yeah. I saw the the autumn one, uh, mm-hmm. the fall decorating one at my local Ralph's grocery store. Okay, I've and- not seen it in the in a store. I've seen because we got a copy, a preview copy. Oh, I thought you said you saw it in the wild. Okay, no, no not in the, in the wild. wild. I but, saw okay. it. You know, I did see it, and I was very pleased with it. Oh, and and then <laughs> if Christmas, we do say so ourselves, if we do say so ourselves, <laughs> and Christmas, I think, is three pages long. Like we each got our own page. Crazy. Yeah, my so, Christmas anyway, tree got a full page, which I couldn't believe. And I, I looked at Anita's things and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. That I looked at your things and I thought, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. So they did a really nice job for us. Yeah, no, it was great. And it's really been fun, you know, how we love to answer your questions here. So we get to answer more questions there. So if you are a country sampler reader, you may have already seen it. If you're not, I would give country sampler. It's not the the regular uh, regular country sampler mm-hmm. that's been around a long time. They do these special uh, issues. There's a farmhouse one, um, and it looks like the farmhouse magazine is going to become a subscription magazine. So we'll keep you posted on that. And I believe our column is going to go in there the next time they have one of those issues come out. But it's the special fall or autumn decorating one that we launched the uh, column in. And then the Christmas one is now... It's at least available online. And so we'll put the link in the show notes to that so you can have a look. It was a really Yeah, tell us magazine. what you think. Yeah, I was so impressed. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. So, okay. Now we've got Connie Fowler and then we'll – this is um, an amazing transformation. It's – there's 
I don't even know that she needs to ask any questions. She kind of just wanted to share with us this fabulous thing that she was doing in her powder room as a result of, you know, getting some inspiration from listening to decorating tips and tricks. And she was banishing the fussy grandma look and she was taking down the wallpaper borders and she did an amazing job. I wish I could show everyone uh, this amazing transformation. So I could not let this go by without acknowledging uh, Connie's work on her powder room on you the You go, air. girl. You go, and Bonnie. Well within mm. a, a very reasonable budget. She made some really great choices, and she went from sort of this swirly pink and green wallpaper with border and uh, a mixed metal faucet and whatnot to this incredibly sophisticated gray on the bottom, white on the top with with little tiny diamond uh, stencils that she did, which are beautiful. Uh-oh. And the dark black faucets. I mean, and, it, you know, I was definitely, a, you know, Our many, color scheme. Yeah. And right? many, many items were touched in this room, mm-hmm. but it, ne- it, it really probably didn't cost that much money. It's amazing what she was able to do with it, within her budget. Great, great job, Connie. So hats off to you. We're very, oh, very proud mm-hmm. of what you were able to accomplish there. Good job. So I think we answered all the questions that we can today. You know, this is uh, this for us is when we get excited when we know listener questions are coming. Like when we have that on the docket, okay, that episode's coming up. We really love, we feel like we're talking, we do feel like we're talking directly to you all the time, but we love it when we can talk to specific people and we know there's probably people out there with that same question. And sometimes we hear the same question over and over again. So if you have questions, please, please, please write them into us because they will get answered. And we also want to thank you. Thank you for being such wonderful and um, inquiring and active listeners. We so appreciate that. And remember, we are here to help to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.